Last night, of course, was the Night to Unite. It was the first uh, Tuesday of uh, August, which is traditionally the uh, date we have the night to get together, and neighborhoods did just that all over. We have joining us right now uh, Police Chief Mark Elliott and also from uh, Northfield EMS, uh, Mel DeGroat. Thank you so much for coming in today. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, listeners. Good morning. Uh, night to unite last night. You were both out. You got around, and Chief, we'll start off with you. Uh, was good night uh, overall? It was a great night. It was a little warm, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it was a great night. We had uh, 37 parties registered in the city, and uh, I know there were a few others that folks still got together, but we had mm-hmm. 37 that uh, we divided up and went and made visits to. Um, so yeah, it ended up being a, a pretty good night, I think. Yeah, thirty-seven. That sounds that's pretty typical. It's usually right around the forty-ish or so, isn't it? Uh, yeah, the last couple of years, it's ran right about that. I think we had thirty-eight last year, mm-hmm. um, and I think maybe around. Uh, I, yeah, I think we're right about that number for the last couple. All right, the the uh, interaction that you had with uh, the residents last night, you and uh, everyone on the police force, uh, I. That's always a good thing. It's kind of a positive thing. People get to see you in a more human way. It, it really gives us an opportunity to, yeah, just visit with people and answer their questions, get to know the, them a little bit. Um, but just as important it is for our officers to have that interaction with folks, mm-hmm. Night to Unite is about neighbors getting together and getting to know one another, too. And uh, it's really a good opportunity for that. Um, it, you know, a smaller setting, obviously. Some some of the parties get to be a little large, uh, depending on the neighborhood they're in or the complex. But uh, just an opportunity to get to know their neighbors. And I know we had uh, a couple conversations uh, last night of some folks that had just moved in to the neighborhood, and they were so thankful to have that event or opportunity because they're like, "Oh, I've met two of the neighbors, but I didn't know anybody else." So a good opportunity to get together. Uh, you had uh, when you when you talk to people, do they? Is it just a, a get to know you thing, or do people come forward with uh, I don't know if complaints or or issues or concerns that they have uh, in a situation like that? Yeah, definitely. Um, and our officers try to engage that as well. If they have any concerns, uh, you know, police related concerns or just general other city concerns at all, concerns in their neighborhood. I know one of the parties I was at was off of Lincoln Avenue um, near Greenvale School. And so discussions about uh, that stretch of road and what the city is doing with some traffic calming you know they just had some neighborhood involvement and asked for input and that type of thing so it was a good discussion with those neighbors uh, about some of those things that are coming and what their feelings or opinions are on that Uh, so really a good opportunity to hear um, you know face to face what people's concerns are in their neighborhood Mm -hmm. all right that's good good stuff let's move things over to um, Mel is it Melissa Either one is fine. Either one is fine. Okay. Uh, from, from the EMS standpoint, um, were you out and about last night? I mean, you also have duty calls. <laughs> so if, if somebody, if there is uh, any type of issue, uh, your uh, the personnel within the uh, EMS department, of course, has to take care of that. But were you able to get out at all last night? Unfortunately, last night duty called and all of our trucks... We're either on calls or transfers, and we didn't make it to any parties within the city of Norfield. However, we do have a rather large service area where it extends out to Elko Newmarket, Lonsdale area. Um, we did have parties in those 
cities as well. I believe we made it to a couple parties out in the Elko New Market area. Mm-hmm. Um, however, we did not get a chance to make it out to any in Norfield. <laughs> okay, understandable. Yeah, in years past, they certainly have. Yeah. I mean, there's such a good public safety partner with us uh, on day-to-day on calls, like <laughs> she was talking about, obviously. We respond to medicals, but we are there to uh, assist uh, EMS. Um but in years past, I know they've really been helpful in getting out. And it provides another opportunity to see those public safety partners and visit with those in the neighborhoods. And, uh, you know, I've had the opportunity in years past to be at parties when the ambulance shows up. And the kids love taking a look at the ambulance and the equipment that they have. Yeah, we were talking uh, before we went on the air with with Rich. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, you did have the uh, first uh, a night to, uh, you know, honor the first responders and recognize the first responders. Responders. It was uh, held at Spring Creek Park, where the soccer fields are, and there were EMS personnel there, and we had a chance to see, visit them and see them. And yeah, the kids, uh, the young generation, seems to really uh, t- to take to the ambulances and all the uh, gear that you do uh, that you carry with you. Uh, tell us about that experience. It's great for our crews because we get to meet the public and interact with the kids, in not an emergency setting. Um, Unfortunately, our job requires us to meet people on the worst day of their life, typically. Um, so it's really great to interact with the community. Mm-hmm. Not during that time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that uh, we're talking also about the uh, gurney the, uh, you know, uh, that you have that goes up and down, and the kids just seem to be fascinated by that. Yeah, push of one button, we'll make it go up and down, and... They love to just ride it, and we'll have siblings give each other rides. And um, there's not a lot of equipment that the kids can play with on our truck. They can see it. They can maybe touch it. But this is one thing that they can play with that that goes up and down. You know, looking back, Northfield's been holding the Night to Unite for a number of years now, a generation or so. And uh, even before that, uh, the... uh, the uh, fire department, EMS, the police department have gotten together, uh, whether it be uh, right by the old safety center or wherever. But younger kids have a chance to see some of that. Is that, are you, do you, do you see some of those, uh, or have stories about the people that you work with that were at those events in, you know, back in 1999 and uh, have decided to make a career out of that? Yeah, certainly. We, uh, I mean, we have people on our force that, had wanted to be a police officer from a very young age and having the opportunity to go and see that equipment uh, firsthand, uh, crawl through the squad, push some buttons and uh, see the ambulance or the fire truck and go through that. uh, That's really, really an important part of our really recruiting process. Um, One, we want people to feel comfortable with our our staff and uh, if we do see them in emergency situation, Uh, but we really want to, um, you know, let them ask their questions and and see if this is a career that's right for them. Um, the uh, EMS field, as well as yeah. the police field, we're really struggling uh, to find employees right now. Um, it a multitude of factors, um, but uh, certainly in the last few years, it's been difficult. And it's not a job you can work remote at. You have to be there in person. Very rewarding job serving the public and um, making a difference in people's lives. I know that's something that our employees really, uh, when they come into the field, they say is important to them and they show that every day once they start working in the field. And I know uh, Melissa's team has the same the same issues with hiring folks, but also the 
same thing of it being a rewarding job for folks. Absolutely. We're we're short-staffed, and unfortunately there is a nationwide paramedic shortage that we are seeing very much so in the state of Minnesota. Um, and it is hard to get people interested in the public safety field, I think, these days. Um, it's not as relevant to the younger generation, I don't feel. You know, if Can you walk us through what type of qualifications you need to be on, on the EMS, uh, to be uh, an EMT or work with the EMS department? Do you, school, training, what, what kind of background? So we hire EMTs and paramedics. Um, an EMT is our basic level, and that's a relatively short class that we actually offer through our department. Um, we offer an EMT class twice a year. Uh, one in the spring and one in the summer. And then we also hire paramedics. And paramedics typically is going to be a longer program through a technical college or community college. Um, there are some standalone certificate programs out there, but typically it's a year, 18 months to two-year program in order to be a paramedic. Mm-hmm. And Melissa, I know you, um, in hiring folks, you guys offer training as well. So both maintaining their certifications, but if someone was interested in getting on board, they could come in as an EMT and you guys would work to get them trained up to a paramedic level as well. Yep. The hospital offers tuition reimbursement and we are working to help get our EMTs through paramedic school. Um, Right now we do have about five of our EMTs that are currently in paramedic school. You know, one of the, one of the things that uh, people will be uh, uh, concerned about if they're looking for employment is, uh, you know, paying benefits. And this, uh, working through the hospital, through the, the uh, city, uh, good pay and very good benefits as well. Yeah, certainly it's something that uh, in this environment we are constantly evaluating mm-hmm. what, what is there. Uh, we have to meet where the market is for that. Um, and as we've talked about before, uh, the police officers recently got a pay raise, uh, from the city and, uh, that was to meet what the market demands are. Um, and I know the Northfield, uh, hospitals and clinics, their EMS program have been doing the same thing. We're talking with Northfield police chief, uh, Mark Elliott, and also, uh, Melissa DeGroote with the Northfield EMS. Let's look at the rest of the summer. Uh, is there many big events or anything going on in particular that uh, either one of you uh, will be keeping your eyes on? Other than defeat of Jesse James days. We'll yeah, I think that might be that. coming up here. <laughs> um, lots of planning going on uh, for that. And again, Melissa and her team are great partners with us for that. We have a whole lot of people in town uh, for that, for that defeat of Jesse James days weekend. And uh, certainly their services get taxed a little bit that weekend with so many people here, you know, whether it's minor stuff or things that are a little more major, but, um, we're busy then. And then, uh, you know, in August third Thursday event coming up, um, as well as, I mean, every week there's something going on in town here. And, uh, those celebrations keep us busy, um, with, uh, not, and not always, uh, you know, enforcement stuff for us but just with that many people in town sometimes it's questions or some additional traffic and parking and helping out with that and then uh anytime people are gathering uh we have some that have medical needs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it and uh you know when you think about those in advance we're a few weeks away from or a month away from defeat of jesse james days but i would imagine your uh uh 
I'm trying to think of what, what they call them. Is it the explorers, the police, uh, the auxiliary, well, the, reserves, the yeah. reserves? Yeah, are they uh, getting busy uh, with training? Are you getting busy with training for them, and so they know their routines? Yeah, certainly is, and uh, our numbers and reserves are down too. Um, and always looking for people who want to volunteer and explore uh, policing a little bit. Um, we have some of those folks that are coming in that are looking to get their kind of get their feet wet and then to look at a career and we have other people that just want to serve the community and they'll come in and put some hours in for that we had a few of them last night out with us um, making those visits and uh, certainly defeat days we rely on them a lot uh, to assist us and supplement us um, as we go about keeping our community safe for that event all right Uh, any final words before we let you go you know the night tonight is just it's a great event to get together. I know we really facilitate it from the police department in most communities. That's what law enforcement does. But what we're really, really emphasizing with that is it's an opportunity to get to know your neighbors because we know community safety starts with neighbors, um, getting to know their neighbors. Um, so they know, you know, what their normal patterns are or who is, uh, usually around the neighborhood. So they notice when something's suspicious, um, and then just developing those relationships so they can talk to one another. And, um, you know, maybe that quick text of, Hey, there's a car in your driveway. I don't recognize, uh, or I thought you guys were out of town, those type of things. Um, a lot of us can help a lot of the times can help us keep people safe. Um, so just building those neighborhood connections is a good thing. We're all busy lives and all the screen time. In fact, one of the parties we were talking last night and a few of the kids uh, were out playing and they mentioned one of the other neighbor kids' names. And he's like, oh, he's playing a game right now. He's inside. <laughs> um, and uh, with that, you know, that's common in our world right now. And so trying to get folks to get out and meet one another is really our goal for this so mm-hmm. that uh, – so that they have a better sense of community, they know each other, and can help each other keep their neighborhood safe. Uh, one final question for you, Chief, uh, and that has nothing to do with it. <clears throat> pardon me, the night to unite, but <clears throat> something we talked to you about uh, a couple of weeks ago, and that was uh, yesterday was the first day that cannabis and cannabis products were legal, or had some legalness. <laughs> I don't know if anybody really knows to what extent yet, but uh, yesterday, any any issues, anything going on yesterday? Yeah, we didn't have any issues related to to that at all. Although that was a topic of conversations as we were out at the at the neighborhood parties and visiting with people, them asking questions. A lot of folks just don't know, uh, you know, what the changes mean and what is going to be legal and where it's going to be legal and that type of thing. So um, we had some good discussions there, uh, pointed a few folks to CannabisMN.gov, the website that the State uh, Office of Cannabis Management has up and running now, and that can answer a lot of folks' questions about it. And uh, we know that uh, possession and use for adults over 21 is now legal, Um, but we still don't have anywhere in the state that is selling, um, and it's illegal to sell um, marijuana without a permit or a license from the State Office of Cannabis Management, which is not up and running yet. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it, we're in kind of this little quandary right now, um, little cart before the horse, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, we do know that um, we have some folks that are concerned about that and concerned about illegal sales, and we'll continue to do our our enforcement on that and assisting the state with that um, during the next year until that's up and running. Um, but in the meantime, uh, yeah, if you've got questions, uh, state website is a good one to get those questions answered. And uh, of course our officers are available to answer those questions as well. 
All right. Uh, Mark, Melissa, thank you so much for coming in. Much appreciated. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week, and uh, I guess we'll talk to talk to you, at least Chief Elliott, Danny, sometime in the near future. Sounds good. Thank, right. thank you, Jeff. That is uh, Northfield Police Chief Mark Elliott, along with um, Melissa DeGroat, who is with the Northfield EMS. You're listening to 95.1 The One, AM 